G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. Let's turn our attention to how Christians think about the growing prevalence of young people confused about sex and gender being affirmed and set on a path of what is irreversible treatments. Well, the Australian Christian lobby is calling on the federal government not to delay the commissioning of an independent inquiry into the treatment of sex-confused and gender dysphoric children. Wendy Francis is National Director of Politics at the Australian Christian Lobby and she's also a valuable member of the Vision Board. Wendy, welcome along to 2020. Thanks for having me, Neil. Always appreciate it. Wendy, a fast track now is what you're calling for. No more delays. Mm -hmm. You want an independent inquiry and uh, this is not happening as fast as you'd like it to. No, it's not. And uh, really, uh, it's great to draw attention to this because I was the principal petitioner on a, on a petition that was tabled in Parliament last November. So we're talking uh, 7th of November, so early November. And the petition asked the government to conduct a formal and independent parliamentary inquiry into what's happening with these kids. Uh, so we're particularly looking at children who are confused about their gender and the treatment that they're receiving is, at, at the moment, there are irreversible treatments, puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and even, even body-harming surgeries like double mastectomies. Children are having double mastectomies. You heard it right. So we're talking about 15-year-old girls. So um, we, we called for this, uh, this, and we had a petition for an inquiry. We had close to 30,000 signatures on that inquiry. On the, on the petition, sorry, and there's been no response. So what we're, what we're concerned about is that, you know, the government doesn't know what to do with this. There was a program uh, earlier this week on ABC Four Corners. I don't think the ABC knows what to do about it because it was a very confused program, to be honest. Um, and so there was... I don't think people know what to do with it because the narrative that is coming out with detransitioners and with the number of physicians and specialists coming out now questioning this affirmation model, that narrative goes completely against the narrative that we've been sold through education, through the government, through different programs, um, through certainly through school curriculum. And so the narrative is starting to crumble. Wendy, when you've got this, what you would describe as a large public groundswell, uh, with a 30,000 signature petition, that indicates there's very widespread public support. And then you've got this media reporting on the issue. You mention a program the ABC ran earlier in the week. It does appear mm. to be that some mainstream media is way behind the game of where public opinion is at when it comes to these issues. You know, I was watching the program, Neil, as it happened, and I was getting frustrated. But what ha what I could see on my phone was the Twitter feed going crazy with people saying, "What on earth is this?" There was a there was a suffocating bias that was apparent through the program. It was it was basically a hit piece aimed at the Westmead Clinic, um, and and even though 
there was all these fires happening, there still was um, an acknowledgement that there are many jurisdictions, particularly overseas now, who are pulling back on this affirmation model and also we're getting an increasing number of what people are calling detransitioners. So um, children who are reaching their 20s and all of a sudden realising the enormity of what they've done and the lifelong consequences of what they have done. And so there's huge questions that are being raised over this practice of affirmation therapy. And yet, you know, programs such as the Four Corners program, it was called Blocked, um, they're just, it's just this incredible blindness. And there really was a, a terrible bias that came through the whole program. What we might ask about that, and given, as you say, there are a lot of leading clinicians now who are saying, uh, wait a minute, this has gone too far, this is messing Mm. up young people's lives. When you've got mainstream media reporting that supports this affirmation narrative, either it's coming from ignorance that they don't know that there are leading clinicians who are speaking out and saying this can't go any further, or there's some sort of intentional way of pushing this agenda forward. Where where do you think things sit? It is an agenda. It's an agenda by a very small minority. And I can tell you, if I go into any coffee shop in Australia and start asking people whether they think that um, gender is fluid or whether sexuality can be changed, whether a boy can change to a girl, they just look at you as if you're you're from a different planet. It, it's not. Um, it's certainly not scientific. Uh, it's not uh, based on community um, groundswell, but it is this uh, a small minority of people who are very vocal. And if you go against what they're saying, then you're labelled as transphobic, homophobic, all of the phobic words. And 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 the concern, I guess, for Christians is no way do we want to look hateful. No way are we hateful. But the truth, the truth is that for children to flourish. What they need is to understand that God created them male and female and that is how they're going to flourish. Not by um, maiming and disfiguring their bodies, not by taking hormones at a young age to stop the onset of puberty, not by um, having double mastectomies when you're 15 years old and can't possibly understand what that will mean as you advance into adulthood. We are causing... With these experimental drugs and treatments, we are causing irreversible life-changing harm to some of our most vulnerable children. What is being said, do you think, Wendy Francis, about even the overseas evidence that is continuing now to mount? And uh, we mentioned a growing number of people who are detransitioning. In other words, they recognise they've made a mistake and they want to go back to their original gender sex What's happening with all this overseas evidence? There seems to be a lot of stories coming out from what's happening internationally, but somehow or other it's being ignored in Australia? There certainly is. Uh, There's a huge clash of science and research and ideology. It's just a massive clash and it's becoming sometimes it's a toxic debate. But professionals, medical professionals, more and more are saying that the approach of this affirmation um, way of going is extreme and carries risks and they're pushing for what's called watchful waiting but the the the, the big strong refute is coming by by gender doctors so these gender doctors have got a lot um, I guess they've got a lot in store for them these are medical professionals and they're running um, very highly funded top funded 
gender clinics in particularly in Melbourne and Brisbane. The Sydney one is much more inclined to be a watchful waiting clinic. Um, but but the Four Corners, you know, they, they promote this concept that the gender-affirming model is life-saving and, and that it, uh, removing it would put young people at extreme risk. There is no research that would back that up. Quite the opposite. The risk comes when young people take drastic action too late they realise what they've done and there's nothing that they can do to go back. Pushing the barrow here. Uh, you can vote out politicians if you disagree with them, if you discover that there are issues of corruption or they've just got a very poor level of common sense. But it's difficult to vote out a bureaucracy. You'd, they're not elected. Um, and people who are in publicly funded mainstream media, if there is truly an agenda that's being pushed in there, somehow or other, someone's got to have enough courage to stand up, haven't they? They have. But so many times when they do stand up, they're actually being cancelled and people, top positions, are actually losing their positions when they come out on this. So it's very difficult. And I think we all know how powerful media is. It's why it's so important to have vision, to be honest, but that's a different topic. But, it's, but media is really important. And, and so media can make huge inroads into even who gets elected when you're talking about elections. But the media are completely captured by this, um, this, this transgender agenda uh, that, that we are now seeing more and more victims um, falling through the cracks because of. We've, we've got mental distress happening. We've got um, transition regret. We've got infertility and many other irreversible impacts on young bodies. And uh, what you're doing, Wendy, and the team at the Australian Christian Lobby, uh, you're getting a little frustrated here and intensifying an effort to call on the federal government to stop the delays and commission an independent inquiry into this. Is there something that listeners to our conversation today can do to support that? Yes, there is. And you're right, we are getting frustrated. I mean, the question I guess we would ask, and I want your listeners to ask themselves, how many more children are going to present at a gender clinic with no physical ailment and yet be prescribed experimental drugs to cause this life-changing harm? How many more children are going to suffer? And we we just can't turn a blind eye to this. And so we're really calling on the Health Minister, Mr Butler, um, to, to... and conduct this inquiry. It's not too much to ask to have an inquiry into what is best treatment for children who are con- who are confused about their gender. There's nothing there's nothing sinister about this. We're just calling on the federal government not to delay any further on commissioning an in- independent inquiry into the treatment of confused and gender gender disparate children. That's what we're asking for. And so definitely, um, people can go onto our website and join us with with asking for this. Um, We still haven't got a response to our petition. They are responsible to give us a response and we're waiting for that. One might even ask why the trans community isn't supporting the Christian church here because, in a sense, Wendy Francis, as we've discussed before, Christians are the only friends that many in the gender-confused element and uh, those younger ones in the community Uh, to protect their futures and uh, Christians are standing up and saying stop no further but uh, there ought to be support coming from everywhere no matter whether they're Christian or non-Christian. 
And they do, you know, um, because there are people that, certainly um, adults who have transitioned, many of them are saying, leave the children alone. Um, but it's really hard when you when you feel like you've damaged your body to come out publicly. But you're right that the church, Christian organisations, they're the, they're the kindest and safest place for anybody to be, um, no matter where you're struggling in life. And we all have different struggles. But people who have gone through an experience of transgendering, they they find love and and care and acceptance in a church, and and so they experience that. So the, the, it's why it's so hard when the church and Christians are labelled as hateful because it's, it couldn't be further from the truth. Well, I'll point listeners to getting in touch with those initiatives and being a part of whatever new initiatives might be on the horizon right now with the Australian Christian Lobby, acl.org.au acl.org.au Wendy Francis is National Director of Politics at the Australian Christian Lobby Wendy, thanks so much for the update today on 2020 Thank you so much Neil, I appreciate it, God bless you Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media To find out more about us go to vision.org.au 